Hello, and welcome to Wicked Wednesdays, your weekly podcast on sex and sexuality, with an emphasis on BDSM kink and poly relationships. I'm your host, Wicked Fellow, and this week we're going to talk about jealousy and poly relationships. Before we get into that, I want to thank our newest Patreon subscribers, Daniel and Nina. Thank you guys very much for your support. If you're interested in becoming one of our subscribers, head over to my website, www.wickedfellow.com. You can find all of our links there, show notes, transcripts, and of course our Patreon site. Really appreciate it, guys. Your contributions help make all this possible. One other quick note, I'm not recording in my normal studio, so it is a bit louder in here. I'll do what I can in post to lower any background noise, but you might hear quite a bit more than your usual podcast. Once the move is over, hopefully I'll be settled down in a place where I can have a set studio and I won't be worrying about setting things up every week or recording in an unheated garage with really bad sound. I appreciate you guys sticking with me. I know that it's difficult in this transition period. This week, I want to talk about jealousy and polyamorous relationships. I had a message from a listener this week that asked that question, and I had that question many times. It's the most frequently asked question that people have when they talk about polyamory. You know, how do you deal with your partner having other relationships outside of your relationship? How do you do that? How do you deal with jealousy? How do you deal with that fear and anxiety? Obviously, jealousy is a big hurdle to overcome if you're in a poly relationship. However, jealousy is not exclusive to polyamory. You know, monogamy has suffered its fair share of disasters based solely on jealousy. So a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about in this, I feel apply equally to any kind of relationship you're in, whether it's friendly, you know, platonic, if it's an exclusive monogamous relationship or in poly. Poly, of course, because of the nature of the relationship, certainly gives you more opportunity to exercise your willpower against jealousy because of the nature of the relationship. Usually your partners have other partners actively, and that's something you have to deal with. It's not a hypothetical fear that you're dealing with. You're dealing with the actual fact that my partner has a partner. And how do you do that? Well, let's talk about what jealousy is, right? For me, I feel like jealousy comes from fear. Jealousy comes from this innate fear we have that what if my partner wants to be with this other person more than they want to be with me? How do I deal with that? What would I do? That seems like a terrible feeling. It's a bad feeling. I don't want to have that feeling. And again, that's not just a poly thing. That functions in monogamous relationships just as strongly and has been the end of many monogamous relationships. It's been the end of a lot of poly relationships too, because jealousy is one of those fears that can be very corrosive to a relationship. Like most feelings that people have, I don't think there's any way to just not be jealous. It's like not being afraid or not being happy. And I feel like everybody in almost any relationship deals with jealousy at some sort or another. To me, it's much more about how do you react to those feelings? Do you allow those feelings to cause you to act in a way that is destructive to your relationship or constructive. And yes, I think that jealousy can be a constructive force in a relationship. Here's how. When people feel jealous, when they feel fearful, when they want to not lose their partner, when they don't want their partner to be around other people that they may lose them to, they tend to establish rules and fences and deterrence to keep them from doing that. In a monogamous relationship, that can take the form of contracts and civil law 
and the death penalty not too long ago. You know, that's kind of the problem with these deterrents is that human history has shown that no matter how great the deterrent, including death, people will still pursue what their heart wants. So I think that that is a failed strategy. I think that making rules and regulations and telling people, if you have a relationship outside of this relationship, I'm going to hurt you in some way. I'm going to hurt you financially. I'm going to hurt you socially. I'm going to hurt you in any way that I can to keep you from having this relationship outside of our relationship. I don't think that works. You know, look around you at the world that we live in. I think that's a very destructive way of acting on that jealousy and that fear. And in the end of the day, what would it get you? If you're in a relationship with someone and they've made it clear to you that they want to be in a relationship with somebody else and you threaten them and coerce them and browbeat them and guilt trip them into staying with you, what have you gained? You know, you have a hostage now. You have someone that is still with you, but doesn't really want to be with you. And I don't want that personally. I don't want that. I don't think anybody does. You know, we want our partners to choose to be with us. And I feel like using any kind of force, coercive force, guilt, financial, legal, any kind of force that you use to keep somebody with you is wrong and is going to end up in disaster for you and them. So what can you do? You know, in a poly relationship, the rules of the game are that my partner can date whoever they choose. Whoever they choose, whenever they choose, that's their choice. And as a poly person, of course I have to deal with jealousy. Of course I have to deal with that fear that, well, I really like this relationship. I value this relationship. And I'm worried that my partner will choose this other relationship over my relationship with them. And I don't want that to happen because I, I love this thing. I want this thing in my life. So what am I going to do about it? Well, destructively... I could start putting rules on their relationship. I could start making them feel bad about going out with that other person. I could start making them feel guilty for not spending as much time with me. I could start reacting badly whenever that other person's name is brought up. That is fencing in. That is trying to protect what I see as my property. And people aren't property and they don't like being treated like that. So when you start establishing extra rules and you stop being supportive of your partner in poly when they're dating, you become the wedge that separates you because you are the thing coming between a good relationship you may have with them and something that they also want. So when you start being the antagonist to their relationship, the only thing you do is you push them towards that relationship because that other relationship is making them happy. And you are making them unhappy. And as a basic thing, they're going to go where they feel good. They're going to go where they feel accepted. They're going to go where they feel safe. And if you are making them feel unsafe, if you are making them feel not accepted, if you are making things hostile between you because of your jealousy for another person, you become the bad guy. You become the antagonist. And you are the one that's going to end up losing out every time, especially in poly. You know, you can't afford it in a poly relationship. You have to be supportive. And as I said earlier, you can use that jealous fear. You can use that feeling you have and you can turn it to good. And you turn it to good by being the better option. What does that mean? 
In poly, I have a philosophy that it's all about incentivizing your partner, being the better option, not becoming complacent in your relationship. And that's one of the big downsides that I see in monogamous relationships, especially ones that are enforced under a contract of law. And that is that when people enter those relationships, they feel like they can just coast. You know, I have my partner. My partner cannot leave me. I have a piece of paper that says so. And I can sue them and I can take them to court and I can make their life miserable. So why would I have to continue to work on being the best possible partner for my partner? Now, yes, I know that's a very cynical, you know, way of looking at it. And I don't think that most people who become complacent in monogamous relationships or any relationships have it that figured out. They don't sit down and do the calculations, but it's a natural thing. When you feel sure of something, when you feel like the person has to stay with you no matter what, you stop working as hard to be the best partner for them. It's a natural thing. Complacency in long-term relationships is what drives a lot of unhappiness, no matter if it's monogamous or polyamorous or whatever form of relationship you have. When your partner feels like you've stopped caring, that's a huge source of anxiety and fear and frustration and sadness for them. So for me, I can use that energy. I can use that, hey, I don't want to lose this relationship. What am I going to do about it? Well, I'm not going to fence them in. I'm going to be supportive of them. And I'm going to work hard to be the best option. I'm going to be the one that doesn't become complacent. I'm going to be the one that makes their favorite breakfast. I'm going to be the one that supports them in their endeavors and what they want to do. And I'm going to be the one that encourages this relationship. I'm not going to give in to my fears and allow my fears to cause me to do destructive things for our relationship. I'm going to use that energy to fight complacency. I'm going to use that energy to be a better partner. And of course, that always begs the question, well, what if I'm super supportive and I don't drag my partner down and I don't fence them in and I really support this new relationship and they still leave me for this new person? Yeah, that can absolutely happen. And if that happens, you wish them well and you let them go. That's the only thing you can do. Because just like a monogamous relationship, Sure, you could try to guilt them and make them feel bad and do all these manipulative things to make them stay with you. But what do you have in the end? You have somebody that you know would rather be with somebody else. So that is just not an option for me. So of course, have I had poly partners that chose to be in other relationships? Absolutely. You know, they have chosen to be with this other person instead of being with me. The thing about poly is, and polyamorous relationships, is that you seldom have to make that hard choice. You know, that is kind of limited to monogamy, where I'm in a relationship with X person, I want to be in this relationship with Y person, and I cannot have that unless I no longer have a relationship with X person. And that's just how it is, cut and dry. And in poly, it's usually not like that. In poly, it's, I'm in a relationship with X. And I've met Y and we really get on and I want to add Y to my life, but I like my relationship with X. I don't want to leave my relationship with partner X. So now I have two relationships. That's how poly works. That's the ideal of poly is that you don't have to choose. You can have both. And if your partner is supportive and you have a good, healthy poly relationship, it works fine. 
But just being in a polyamorous relationship doesn't mean you never have to let people go. Because as I've said before in these podcasts, people change and people grow. And the likelihood that you are going to grow in the exact same direction as your partner over a span of years diminishes. So a relationship that was good and happy and healthy five years ago, maybe it's cooled now. Maybe that relationship isn't as strong as it was. Maybe you guys are drifting apart. And that is not a failure. That just is how people are. It's how relationships work. So I've certainly had poly partners who I was in a long-term partnership with. And at one point we realized, hey, you know, we've, we've kind of grown apart. And I don't even really know if we're partners at this point anymore. You know, these don't have to be acrimonious things. This can be just a realization you have between the two of you that, yeah, you know, I still like you. I'm still happy to be friends, but yeah, we haven't really had a relationship like we used to have for quite some time now. And we probably shouldn't call each other partners anymore. You have this new relationship that you really enjoy. And I have this new relationship that I enjoy. We're going to move on. And that is fine. In the poly world, that's not uncommon. And I feel like the separations, the comings and goings of relationships are a bit less abrupt and acrimonious than they can be in other styles of relationship that I've had because I've had monogamous relationships. And while that same scenario can certainly happen, oftentimes the end of those relationships tends to be a bit more fraught. Now in poly relationships, I've been focusing on the person that is being introduced to the new relationship. As someone that is starting a new relationship in poly, you do need to be aware of how you are affecting your current partners. And there's something called new relationship energy, NRE. And this is a, it's a common thing in poly where an established partnership, one of the partners will get a new boyfriend or girlfriend. And in the excitement of that new relationship, they will begin to neglect their current partner. That's a very common thing. It's very hard to remind yourself and stay grounded and centered enough in your new relationship to not neglect your current relationships. So I don't want this to come off as it's always the passive partner's problem that they need to deal with. Poly is teamwork. Relationships are teamwork. So it's not entirely on the passive partner, the partner that is not taking on a new current partner. It's also on the person that's taking a new partner. They have to be especially aware in that new relationship time period that they don't start neglecting their current partner or partners. That's something that you do need to be very aware of as a poly person. If you have a date night with your current partners or you have events planned with your current partners or there are just things in your life that you know your current partners enjoy, it's very important to weave your new relationship into that existing relationship. You definitely need to sit down with your current partners and talk with them. We usually go out on Thursdays to the movies. My new partner, that's her only night off. Is there any way that we can switch? Is there any way that we can adjust this so that I'm not leaving you out, but I can also see this new person? That can be a delicate conversation. Make sure that you are not asking your current partners to shift too much for the new partners. Because there's always a feeling there. This is part of that jealousy feeling of, I've been in this relationship. I've been in this with you. I've been through it with you. 
and it's not fair for me to get pushed aside for this new person. That's a legitimate feeling. And it's important for both sides to deal with. As the passive partner, you know, make sure that you're not overreacting. Make sure that you're seeing things clearly and that you're not overemphasizing little shifts that your partner is making. For the active partner, the partner taking on a new partner, be very cautious about relying on your current partners to shift around too much to accommodate your new partner. For me, when I'm looking at a new relationship, it's very important to me that I figure out how this new relationship is going to weave into my current relationships. And if I feel like it's not going to, if I feel like bringing this new person in is going to cause a lot of heartache and a lot of anxiety and bad feelings amongst my poly family, I don't pursue that relationship. That's my personal style. My, my personal code in poly is the relationships that I have always takes precedence over the new relationships. That's how I manage my new relationship energy. That's how I try to make sure that my current partners don't feel like they're getting shoved aside. And even then, you still have to be careful. You still have to be cautious as the person bringing a new partner in that you're allowing your current partners to adapt and accept and adjust to this big change. So the jealousy question in Polly, it's a team effort. The person that has those feelings of jealousy, I encourage them to turn that energy into something good, into fighting complacency, into being the best partner that they can be, into being extra supportive, to being extra sensitive to your partner's needs and wants. And as the person that can be the source of that jealousy, it is very important that you take care of your existing partners don't give them any additional reason to feel jealous. Don't give them any additional fuel to make that anxiety build. Talk to each other. Make sure that it's an open and easy conversation and let them talk to you. You know, be open to that conversation. If they say to you, I know you're excited about this new person in your life, but I'm feeling neglected. Pay attention to that. Even if you feel like it's not warranted, even if you feel like they're overreacting, even if you feel like you haven't changed in any way towards them, if they're telling you they feel that way, that's how they feel. And even if you haven't changed the amount of time you spend with them or the texting or the messages or whatever it is, up it. Bring up your game a little bit. Show them that they are important to you, that this relationship is valuable to you that this new person in your life is an addition but not a substitution. That is incumbent upon you as the person taking on a new partner to help your existing partners fight that jealousy. That's just how Polly works. It's a team effort and neither side of the relationship can be expected to bear the full brunt of any change. It's unfair to look at your existing partners and say, hey, we're in a poly relationship and if you don't like me dating new people, then you can go. You can do that, but you're not going to have a lot of successful poly relationships. You need to be understanding. You need to be there for them. And if they tell you they feel neglected, they feel neglected. Deal with it. Help them. Give them the encouragement they need to not feel neglected. For me, that's how I deal with it. I've had a lot of poly relationships. I've certainly felt those pangs of jealousy. I don't feel like I'm such an amazing catch that... My poly partners could never meet someone that was a better fit for them than I am. Of course it can happen. If that happens, I'm fine with it. I know that whenever my partners meet a new person in their life, 
that could be the guy. That could be the person that sweeps them off their feet and is everything that they're looking for and makes them super happy. And they just want to go be with that person. And I'm fine with that. Of course I would miss the relationship. I'm not hoping the relationship would end. But that is part of what you have to accept when you have a polyamorous relationship. You have to accept that perhaps your partner's going to meet somebody and that's going to be the one for them. I can tell you as a divorcee that being married to someone in a monogamous relationship is no guarantee that that person's not going to leave and go be with somebody else. I don't feel like it's any more dangerous or any more likely in a poly relationship than it is a monogamous relationship. And I do believe, having done both, that polyamory is a more flexible and sometimes more durable form of relationship because it allows for the and option versus the or option. You know, monogamy, it's or. Me or her, him or me, whatever the situation is, in poly, there's the option of and. And more often than not, it's an and situation. In my entire experience of poly so far, I've had one partner that said, I've met this new person and I just want to be with them. And I said, great, go, enjoy, have fun, enjoy that relationship. And of course I missed that relationship. Of course it made me feel bad and sad that they had chosen this other person. But that's life. I want them to be happy. I could guilt them and make them feel bad and pressure them to stay with me. For what? So I could have someone as a hostage that didn't want to be in my relationship? No, I want them to be happy. Prioritizing your partner's happiness is an outstanding way to be a better partner, whether it's a poly relationship or a monogamous relationship. If you focus on what makes my partner happy, I will do those things. You're going to be very successful in your relationships. It doesn't make them bulletproof. It doesn't make them fireproof or whatever the hallmark slogan of the week is. You can do everything right and be super supportive and always seek out your partner's happiness and they can still decide to up and leave. That's just life. That's just life. I don't believe it's any more likely in poly than the other relationship styles that I've been in. That's my experience. Other people may have a very different experience and they tried poly and it didn't work out for them. I know that monogamy has not worked out for a lot of people either. There are pros and cons, I feel. For me, I know that monogamy doesn't work and polyamory does. I enjoy this lifestyle. I definitely want to help people that are in poly relationships have better poly relationships, impart some of the lessons that I've learned in my poly relationships, and I also want to destigmatize poly. You know, if you're mono and that's just how you are, I'm fine with that. You do you. That is no skin off my nose. It's very hard for me when the poly community is attacked so blatantly and so unfairly. The poly community is a huge punching bag and it's not fair. It's not right. We wouldn't allow another minority group to be attacked like that in this day and age. Obviously, there are things in this world that are a lot harder than me in poly. I do not dispute that. But why would you go out of your way to attack somebody else if it's not hurting you? You know, Be a bit more accepting. Be a bit more open and understanding. I'm going to return to the poly conversation periodically throughout this podcast. And this won't be the only time we talk about how to deal with jealousy in poly. 
because that is one of the major factors that people that are starting out in poly have to deal with and even long-term experienced poly couples have to deal with jealousy. There was a part B to that question, which was, you know, how would I introduce my existing monogamous partner to being polyamorous? And this harkens exactly back to the conversation I had about if you realize that you're kinky and you're in a vanilla relationship, what do I do about that? And my advice is very similar. And that's you have to tread lightly, you have to go gently, and you have to understand if what you're asking your partner to do is absolutely not for them. If you signed up for a monogamous relationship, it is unfair to expect your monogamous partner to switch over to a poly relationship for you if that's not what they want. And that can suck. I know personally how hard that can be, but it's not their fault. Like they didn't sign up for this. They had one kind of relationship in mind and you are the one, the person that wants to change that fundamental relationship style. Unfortunately, it is on you to deal with that. If they don't want to do it, you can't force them. You can't coerce them. You can't guilt them. You can't make them do this. Hopefully, they'll be open to it. Hopefully, they'll be open to trying it. Hopefully, they will be able to understand that the relationship between the two of you is what's important to them. And the form that it takes is secondary to the relationship. Because for me, that's a big part of it. Having a relationship with this person is very important to me. And if that means that they want to have another partner and they still want to have a relationship with me, great. I'm fine with that. That fits within my worldview and my understanding of how healthy relationships can work. But that is not for everybody. Not everybody will be able to get over that jealousy. Not everybody will be able to get over that fear and anxiety that opening up a relationship can impart. And I, I feel for anybody that's in that situation, both sides. I feel for the person that doesn't want to leave the relationship they have, but they want to add more to it, you know, the potential poly person. And I understand the person that thought they were in a monogamous relationship and realized that, oh, my partner now wants to have more than me. How do I deal with that? I get it. The whole part about pursuing your partner's happiness, you know, that is key. It's certainly not impossible. I have known successful poly relationships that started as mono relationships. And I do want to give some encouragement out there that if you give your partner time and room to grow and they're amenable to that, it can work. You can take a strictly monogamous relationship and make it into a healthy poly relationship. That can happen. I know personally couples and groups that have done that. I also know that it's very hard. So don't feel bad if you get a lot of resistance or rejection from your partner when you try to open up the relationship. It's not their fault. You know, you're the one trying to change the rules and you have to be responsible if that does not work for your partner. Not saying that you should live in an unhappy relationship, right? So there's, there's the difference. I'm telling you that don't feel like you're the victim if your partner doesn't want to change for you because that's a big change to expect of them. Understand if their response is, well, if that's the only option I have, I don't want to be in this relationship with you. That is perfectly acceptable and understandable. And you have to accept that of them and not make them feel like the bad guy if you make that choice. For partners out there that 
have had this brought to them and you were in a monogamous relationship and your partner now wants to be poly. How do I deal with that? Ask yourself what's important to you. If you enjoy this relationship, it's fulfilling to you and you want this relationship to continue, ask yourself why you're opposed to it being open. If it's straight fear, if it's straight jealousy, if it's straight, I don't want to lose my partner to somebody else. Consider that the option you're giving your partner, if you say it's me or nothing, you are making that happen. Like if you're afraid of losing your partner by giving them an A or B choice, you're causing them to choose the other person. It's always going to work that way. So examine yourself, ask yourself, what do you want? Examine yourself and say, well, I don't want to lose them. I don't want to be open because I don't want to lose them. If you insist on remaining closed, you're probably going to lose them. So you may be working against yourself in what you really want. But if it's not for you, if you think it's morally wrong and you feel like this is not what you bargained for, then you have to let them go. And you have to hope for their happiness and you have to not be resentful and bitter. You have to realize that they're at a tough spot. No one leaves a happy relationship joyfully to go run off and try something new. It's always difficult. It's always frightening. It's always scary. It's always very difficult to approach your partner and try to make a change like this. So be supportive of them. Even if they're doing something that you don't want to happen, look at your options. You can be antagonistic and start a war and burn those bridges and make it impossible for you to ever be sociable again. And that happens every day. Or you can realize, you know, I can't make this person want to be with me and me alone. So what am I going to do about it? I encourage you to be a big person and say, you know, this isn't what I want. I enjoy our relationship, but I want you to be happy. And if this is what's going to make you happy, I support it. You know, I don't want it. So you have to do this with somebody else, but I'm not going to fight you on it. I'm not going to make you feel bad. I'm not going to attack you. I'm going to let you go and I'm going to let you do your thing. That's the best you can do. You know, fighting's not going to make it better. Threats, jealousy, coercion, guilt, the law. None of that's going to bring that person back to you. You can only make it worse or you can preserve whatever is left of that relationship, whatever is good between the two of you, it's so much better to have a friend that was once a lover than to have an arch enemy that was once a lover. That is not something I wish on anybody. So yeah, I will be talking about this a lot more in the future. Just general poly dating advice, poly relationship advice, but keep those questions coming. This was a very heartfelt question I got from a listener and I wanted to hit it right away because it's such an important topic. I get it asked all the time. And I do feel like I have a successful and good philosophy on this. Master your own jealousy. Use it to do good. Never get complacent whether you're in a monogamous or a polyamorous relationship. Want the best for your partner. Even if the best for your partner isn't you. Be humble enough to accept that. Be humble enough to want their happiness over what you want. And if being with somebody else is what they need and what they want, you gotta let them go and wish them well and be their friend. That's the best kind of person you can be. Okay. You know, studio updates. I am smack dab in the middle of the process of moving. 
I have a little temporary studio I've set up out here in the shop and this should work okay. I know that it is a bit noisy out here and I do apologize for that. Bear with me until I get moved. It's going to be another couple weeks, but hopefully two to three weeks and I'll be settled in our new place in Michigan. You'll be seeing a lot more Katja and I know that it is very exciting for some of you. And I will be settled in one spot and hopefully really getting back on my feet as far as the studio and the podcast and my business. Remember, you can always find information about us at our website, www.wickedfellow.com. You can find show notes, links, our YouTube page, all the podcasts, podcast notes, and all of our adult websites. Check it out sometime. It's the one-stop shop for all your Wicked Ways studio needs. As always, consent is king. Take very good care of each other. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>